Hey guys, my name is CJ Finley and this is the Thrive On Podcast. I started a brand called Thrive On Life to help other mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive. So if you have a new idea, project, or business that you're trying to get started and you're a little bit stuck, I'd love to help you or connect you with somebody that can. Tonight's really special for me because I have my intern, Hamza, who's going to be interviewing both me and one of my best friends, Fayez, on some of the questions he has. It's his fourth week on an internship, so we'd love to hear a little bit about how he's going to pick our brains on some of the things that are going through his head. So what is the first question, Hamza? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's going on, guys? All right, so the first question is, what is one consistent problem did you find your clients having that you feel that if people could identify right now within their lives and treat it, it will drastically change the course of wherever they're going? This is the the entrepreneur? No. This is the first question. Okay. Like the client question. Problem. You want to go? So, what is one thing that c- we can do for a client to like kind of change the course? That's the question, correct? Or what is one consistent problem that you saw everyone having? What is know? one consistent problem that I see everybody having? The one consistent problem that I see a lot of people having is they don't have enough confidence in who their customer is. Mm. And a lot of people try to start things and sell things to the wrong people and they don't understand or have the self-awareness to understand, to put themselves in their customer's shoes. And then what problems are those customers having so that you can then build solutions for that particular person so to put that in a shorter form a lot of people don't do enough target market research they sell things based around what they love rather than understanding the market and what the market actually needs as a solution so if there's one thing that i can help anybody else out there with it's building systems around understanding that market and what solution do they need not what do they want to actually sell yes yeah you like that answer yeah i like what what you ended on is so key and as you were talking i thought that in the problems are the opportunities so when you're starting out you need one client and you want to figure out why does that why is that client paying me like why is this person giving me their money you're solving yeah because i wouldn't even give myself money at yeah this point. <laughs> so why um and then you solve for it you see if somebody else wants it and then that person has another problem and you're like okay i can solve that anyways i digress at some point you learn that you're always going to have problems. And for me, you ask the question and you never want the same person to have the same problem twice with you. So don't let mistakes happen twice because the first time is actually a really good customer service and selling opportunity. So the, if a mistake happens and you handle it really well, you actually get loyalty from your client because they respect you for it. That's a really cool thing. We have that happen all the time. And then it's your job 
to hustle and figure out why that mistake happened and don't let it happen again. And that's where your approach comes in, which is building systems. So the problem highlighted something that you can work on, right? Like you got to wake up every day and work on something. So that highlights it. And then you make sure it doesn't happen again and you apply all the principles that you teach. So do you have an example of this specific, like you made a mistake or your business made a mistake and then you basically solve that problem and then didn't let it happen again? Yeah, so um, on our website, so we have a subscription service and for, for food delivery and customers customize their meals in a certain form and that is embedded in our website. So it's a different platform from our subscription management. And sometimes people will enter their name and email in that form differently than, than that's on their account. And that was happening over and over again. So we didn't get the meals that they picked because it didn't, it didn't align with their actual account. They'd put a different maiden name or something. So our system never received the order, right? So they kept getting the wrong meals. And this was happening a lot. And I'm like, fuck, like, this is fucked. Like if you order food and, and you, you expect the yeah. wrong thing, like that's not, that's not okay. And so that's one of the main things. So basically we found an interim solution and we did some code, like hired somebody and figured out how to have the form autofill. So when that, when that was happening, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. when that was happening, what was going through your head? Like, because like, <laughs> put your, yeah, like how, yeah, how are you going to solve that? Like I order food. I paid you for a certain amount of food and a certain type of food, and then you send me something else, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So, and what did co- you do? Did you reimburse them, or like, what was oh the? Oh my god! Yeah. What was the whole for process? Sure. Like, so if you make mistakes repeatedly, the same thing, you're gonna lose a lot of money, right? So for us, if we make a mistake, it's like without a doubt, oh my god, can I refund you? Can I send you something else? You know, call them. Like, be genuine. Like. I actually feel really fucking bad that you got the wrong food or that the bag was delivered to the wrong house down the street, which happens more often than I would like. And like Amazon is dealing with these problems at scale. Um, So to answer your question, yeah, you refund, you care, you let them know that you never want this happen again. And if it does happen again, you kind of lose the game. Some people will give you two or three times, but that's... This is just a a microcosm of business in itself because a lot of people fear fucking up. They fear making that mistake, but the thing really isn't... like You're going to make mistakes, but what matters more is what you do after that mistake. What is your integrity? Are you authentic? Are you genuine? Do you even give a shit whether you fucked up or not and how that response is? And then I guess for me... Like you're, you're right on the money with how you should go about it. And then building a system of, mm-hmm. for me, I want to know when those problems are going to happen before they happen. And then that way you're basically creating this bulletproof of now that you have seen how your orders can get messed up randomly as you're scaling and building this business, when you go to maybe a new market or a new city, you know exactly what not to do now. And even if you replicate this business, you now know to look into those certain things if you create a brand new business and that's the thing you're never for those that are listening you're never going to understand what Faya has just said unless you just start 
yeah. and just start your idea, start your project, start your business. And then like, you're going to make mistakes. But yeah. once you make that mistake, fully own that shit. Yeah. We're not perfect. None yeah. of us. And I, I think it's a, it's, it is a balance of what you said. Like if we go to another market, I know a lot of things that I should do, right? Like I will copy paste it. And then there's going to be a whole host of new errors that arise just by being in a different market. And then, because how do I manage Houston when I'm sitting in Austin? I can manage Austin while I'm sitting in Austin and I'll copy paste 90% of what I do to Houston, but then I'm going to have to figure out that 10%. Yeah, because you can't, I mean, we'll hop into the next question in a little bit, but if you're not in Houston and like you're here and somebody, something royally fucking bad happens, yeah. right? You can at least save face because you're here. But if I that happens in a, and do it myself. Yeah, in, <laughs> a, in a new market, that, that brings up a whole new slew. But the cool thing is you can sit down with people right now who've already probably gone to new markets and figured out like, what do I do when I'm working remote if something bad happens, ETC. Yeah, for sure. But Hamza, we want to get into this next question. And for, for those who are listening right now, I'm literally holding our mic on, what do you even, what do we call this thing? Fies? Whisk. A whisk? A whisk. Um, yeah, because I only, <laughs> I'm using lav mics, so we only have two. So that's probably why you're only going to hear Hamza ask the questions because I'm literally shuffling back this whisk from left to right. But what is the next question? So uh, my next question is um, for people like us aspiring, uh, well, entrepreneurs aspiring for big things, for success. Uh, we often have a storm of thoughts going on in our minds and ahead uh, at all times. So how do you guys find calm within the storm and selectively prioritize which goals or objectives that you guys want to attack and execute? Um, and what what is one specific way that you guys do it? Because this is a very broad question. It is very broad. Me or you? I, I can riff on this. Yeah. Pretty good. The, I think that we'll have maybe kind of different approaches to this. So, I mean, my 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 brand, Thrive on Life, was basically built and molded around what the hell I want my life to look like each and every day. So in terms of like setting goals, it literally comes down to the T of when do I want to wake up? What do I want to eat? Who do I want to spend time with? Where do I want to spend my money? What do I want my Monday through Sunday to look like? And I set my goals around that. And then I go, okay, how do I build a business that makes me enough money to achieve those goals? Then on top of that, a lot of those goals align with, I want to help the world. So I want to impact the world. I want to help other people basically mold their life and do the things that they love to do each and every day, every hour, every minute. Now with that, the tough part is right now, I have to sacrifice a lot of my time and energy into doing things that I don't necessarily want to do or like to do. And what that looks like is it's a lot of documentation and it's a lot of Excel and Word and and communication and dialing into what are the best working processes to build a system that basically automates everything and then Mm -hmm. frees up my time to do more of what I love and Mm -hmm. less of what I don't love. So when I'm thinking about my goals, it's less about like what is 70 years look like from now. I think about that every once in a while, but it's ultimately the quicker I can get to doing everything that I love to do in my day and mold to that and helping other people do that. I already hit my goal. 
for the most part. So then that helps me create this gratitude and attitude of gratitude, as they say, an abundance mindset where I don't even need more than I already have. Like if yeah. we were here talking like yeah. for the rest of our lives, like we were sitting here two hours before this I'm and just talking, happy. I'm perfectly fucking happy. Yeah. Like this is, this is exactly what I wanted yeah. for my life. This is and the happiest that I will ever be. Like I'm genuinely happy. Yeah. Right and as I say, more money, more problems. So the bigger things get, like you, you were saying early in the podcast, you're just going to have more problems. So I think it's as long as I mold my life into, I don't have to go to a desk and listen to somebody that I don't want to listen to. I already won. Like mm. we're already winning. Yeah. So that's my answer. Okay. What was the question again? Structure out of the chaos or how do you prioritize? Yeah. How do you find calm within the storm okay. of thoughts in your mind? I, that was kind of the answer for me. Um, I need to reflect on what you said a little bit. What you said about um, documenting um, and having to do the things that you don't want to do, that really resonated with me. Um, because for, I was like, holy crap, that's over half of my life right now. And like I said, I'm perfectly happy, but I'm spending so much time documenting down to the finest detail the things that I do that I have to do, but don't want to do. Oof, that's good. And that's how you get out of it. You've got to keep doing it and and getting it down. And eventually some opportunity is going to happen where you're like, all right, now, now you can do it and I can go and do what I'm great at. Okay, so there's that. Um, for me, I have to create a lot of structure around my day so that I can deal with the inevitable chaos that comes in like the work hours basically. Um, and as an entrepreneur, the work hours are all hours. So for me, that's become like building parameters around that. Um, yeah. Like when is, when is you time? Like in the morning and that works for me. Some, some people that I really admire do it at night. Um, so for me, I wake up before everyone in my house at least because I, I sit down, I read my book. I go work out, but like, I just get to not have headphones in, listen to a podcast, do whatever I want to do, like in that morning to make me feel like energized. Uh, so that, that essentially is your calm before the storm. That's my like calm before every the day storm. you're having a calm before yeah. the storm, which yeah, is pretty it's cool. Not perfect, but you really, you, it's a really precious time for me. Um, and then like eight o'clock for me happened. And I'm just like, go. Cause I have my to-do list. I have a certain system for that. We're like, OKRs, we were talking about it. Um, but life inevitably happens, right? Like everyday life happens. You have to sit at the car dealership for four more hours than you thought, right? Yeah, So that was for, my day today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, like I make sure that I know what is the one or two things that I really, really need to get done. And as long as I can get that thing done, I can deal with the rest of the, you know, yesterday it was making sure everything was ready for the event. Honestly, when the event started, I was like, basically my job is 90% done, right? Um, 
So for those that are listening, he threw a badass event yesterday. I had over 100 people show up on a Tuesday night. So yeah, one can assume the amount of shit yeah. going through your head before this event and how is it going to go and, and things of that nature. So run us a little bit through like, okay, you have this event that you're preparing. Like, What does your calm before that storm look like? Because that's just a microcosm of every day. Like, Eventually, your business is going to get to the point where you're probably running events once a week or things yeah. of that nature. So how do you stay in that mindset of everything is good. We're good to go. I just need to get these one or two things done. Writing down all the things that I don't want to do again. Like there were so many things. Um, so we've done, I just make a lot of lists. Like I make lists and I consolidate lists and I remove things from the list. Are these physical or are you using a digital product or what are you doing? Um, I use my phone like Evernote and notes and I should probably pick one but I don't know I switch between them um, but it serves my, my purpose I text myself like I like make sure that anything important that comes to mind I document it in some place so that I can reference it later at least once um, and even the process of writing it down like my brain understands like I think this is important and I remember it again later you know what I mean yeah but that's how I build so I just get these ideas and I throw them down on paper and then I'll reflect at the end of the day and I'll be like, you know, I think this thing is really going to bear the most fruit. Like, I think this is, you know, this would help the most. Okay. That's at the top of the list. And sometimes it takes like many days to get that thing done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I love how you talked about like waking up earlier than other people. I don't do that. Um, but I kind of, now that you rephrase that question, I do have a calm before the storm as well. Like every morning I wake up and I get in the bathtub and I read mm -hmm. and then I don't touch my phone and it, for like an hour before I actually am really awake. So yeah. like if I wake up at six thirty seven, like I don't touch my phone till eight, eight thirty yep. nine. And that's one thing that I would a hundred percent advise anybody listening to start trying to do like, yep. If you have a corporate job and you go to nine to five, like don't touch your phone until you get to work. Yeah. Try it. Don't wake up, get on Instagram, get on Facebook. Yeah, do something that can add value to your life. So whether it's reading, going for a walk, meditating, uh, getting a nutritious meal, cooking, recording yourself, cooking, um, whatever it may be, spending time with your loved one. Because this goes back to Hamza's original question of like, seeing your life and and where we're going as entrepreneurs and like a lot of mine is like we're relating back to thing doing things we want do now that we don't necessarily want to do like in the future i want to wake up and read and then spend time with my wife and kids like mm -hmm. that's really what so i'm actually preparing for that now by setting that reading time and doing that now and creating that habit now so that like when Aaron and I have kids and I'm up at 6.30, I'm not on my phone working or doing whatever. I already penciled that time in of like, okay, I'm going to cook them breakfast or do whatever I do. And I think that's another thing is I think so successful entrepreneurs is they map out their habits to just be – Yes they can switch them at any point. So like the time that I woke up at six 30 to read, well, that's just the time I'm going to fill with like when we have little kids and they're going to school, like I'm going to take them to school. Yeah. So you're thinking ahead like that. Um, and I'm not saying that everybody has to think ahead like that, but in the business world, things change so fast yeah. that you have to be okay with change and you have to be okay with like flipping things and, and doing things of that nature. Um, but I actually, I want to ask Hamza a question now. So what, made you so in today's day and age you're he's going into his sophomore year at ut he's a 
dual major business and MIS. And what made you choose going the startup route your first year out of college versus going to Deloitte or Accenture or wherever else you were going to go? What in your head inspired that? And maybe talk a little bit to the to the 18-year-old listeners out there how they can go that path a little bit faster rather than waiting. Um, I feel like it's something that comes innately. I knew innately um, that this lifestyle is for me the action pack something different every day uh, making something growing something from the ground up Mm. um that just gives me satisfaction just growing something from the start and making something of your own um that is a satisfaction that i cannot put into words and just the collaborative community and everyone that i meet the vibe that i get from people the vibe that i got from you when I met you, CJ, and then uh, everyone that has treated me so far, the uh, events that I went to when I first got to Austin, when I first started UT, my first event that I went to was three-day startup. The way I felt there, the things I've learned, the accelerated lifestyle, uh, it's something that I got hooked onto uh, fast and early, and I knew that this was for me. So um, like something that you've been saying a lot recently, like go into things without expectations and I'm not expecting anything. I'm just going on this journey, going with the flow and giving it my all while I'm here and seeing where it takes me. But um, mm. as to finding out wh- uh, if this lifestyle is for you, um, you got to do a gut check if this is really for you. Like if you're really willing to put in the work because you have to be able to thrive in ambiguity of not knowing what's mm. going to go on. Um, So if you're okay with that, if you like structure, if you like having things laid out for you at all times, then probably this is not for you. If you like making structure out of nothing, then this is for you. Mm. Um, Let's see. What else? Does that set your brain on fire? And if it doesn't, it's not for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like like we were talking about earlier, like just, um, you know, when we were talking about your business, about what helped you grow, like, I mean, just talking about that just lights up my mind. It's like a right. stimulus for my mind. Like, what yeah. helped you grow? Like, what can I do to, what can I take from what you did, learn from you, emulate your techniques, methods, and implement it into my own lifestyle, make yeah. my own brand, product, service, or yeah. whatever I may be, because yeah. I'm really early in this journey. I don't know what I'm doing yeah. yet. So You hear from us, and you yeah. apply your own creativity. Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's what we do from each other. Like, that's why you meet like-minded people. Yes, sir. That was great. Thriving am- ambiguity. Yep. Yeah, that's very specific. It's actually a really good indicator. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer, Hamza. So I think we're about ready to get wrapped up. Um, so forever's listening, just want to thank you again for tuning in. This is the Thrive On podcast with CJ Finley. Hamza and Fayez, we really appreciate you. And if anybody ever has any questions, we're more than willing to connect with you. Hamza, where can they connect with you at? At unlocking Hamza, unlocking H A M Z A. Prep to your door. <laughs> Fayez is prep to your door. He's building an awesome business. Connect with these guys. They're awesome human beings. Thrive on, baby. <laughs>